she texted me at midnight and my mom was like super anxious, very neurotic. So in my head, I'm like, great, something bad is about, is happening. Like there's no reason she would text me Peyton at midnight. That's weird. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, fuck. And I'm like, hi, what's up? Like we're in a pandemic, anything could happen. And she texts me following up saying, I'm seriously in love with Ed Sheeran. No, really. Like stock feeling about him. I love, love in all caps, him. If you ever meet him, will you, te- will you please tell him I love him? <laughs> Welcome back, girls and gays. Welcome back to another episode of Internet-y. Nevertheless, we persisted. By now, you guys know the drill. We're still recording in our stupid, annoying apartments, so we apologize if we sound crazy. We're so sorry, but at this point, you're probably used to it anyway. I mean, our listeners should know not to expect perfection from us. But we are trying our best to remain optimistic, and so we have Nicholas Heller, aka New York Nico, calling in today to talk about what makes New York great and remind us that even in quarantine, this city is still insane. Unhinged. Shall we begin? I'm Justin Moran. And I'm Peyton Dix. And this is Internetty, where each week we break down all the celebrities, stories, memes, and trends that you should give a shit about online. Okay, Justin, how are you? I feel like I say this every episode in quarantine now, but I'm not doing well. <laughs> You'll Basically, be surprised to find out he's not okay. I know. Surprise, surprise. I'm not doing well. I drank three bottles of wine last night with someone, and we ended up dancing until like 2 a.m. to ABBA with sunglasses on. That actually sounds like very healthy, though, to me. I think it was like a healthy release, but unfortunately, it was a Monday night. So. Right. <laughs> You're like, um, we still have to work in the morning, it seems. Yeah, it was tough. But uh, how are you doing? I'm okay. I started a puzzle. So. Oh my God. I feel like. Yeah. That, I don't want to show it's off. about time. I feel like that's very you secretly. Yeah. But the thing is, I, I ordered it on Amazon. There's only so many puzzles left. Because bitches be buying these puzzles. So I I got this, like, dumbass, like, train set puzzle thing. It's very off-brand. I know. Like, Eliza made fun of me, and she was like, not this, like, Polar Express looking ass shit. Oh, my God. (laughs) I would expect you, because you can get, like, really crazy puzzles, like, nude scenes. Like, nude scenes. Which I should have done my own gorgeous nude scenes and then made a puzzle out of that. (laughs) Wait, honestly, that's a great idea. I think yeah, that's that's my gift for Laurel. (laughs) That's really sweet. I think like by the end of this isolation, we'll have run low on toilet paper, wine openers, and puzzles. Yeah, I I think that's true. Lesbians love puzzles, and like I've been seeing all the girls show up and show out with them. So I just I needed to join the join the crew. (laughs) That's amazing. Um, we'll I guess check back in next week to see if I have a puzzle. I really don't think I'm gonna do it though. Well, you have a lesbian in you somewhere, so I see that for you, actually. She's in there. She's in there. Okay, so what is your pit for this week, Peyton? My pit was, you might have saw it trending on Twitter and have not known the context at all, but I, like, open this dumbass app called Twitter, and I see Karen is a slur trending, and I'm like, you know what? It's time to log off. I've had enough. I'm done. I quit. Like, (laughs) this is not what I signed up for. Are they being serious? Yes, some people on the internet, most people with, you know, who are sane of mind um, and are black are like, nope, like you keep this one. And like, people are trying to say that like Karen is like, like a slur towards like white woman. 
like the oh like let God. me speak to your manager type of white woman you know and I mean, I'm like, it's a if anyone slur at this point, right? Like, if anyone needs to be dragged and called out of their name, it's like white women who like need to speak to the manager and are like hoarding masks and toilet paper and are probably awful. And so, like, I just was like, you know what? This quarantine is really doing too much for us. We need to get out the house. We need, we need a breath of fresh air. That's so crazy. Do you know where it started? Like, did well, it start I actually, with someone? I, I don't. I was gonna say, I like. I saw trending and I was like, okay, let me just see, like, let me get a good laugh out of this. I'm sure like black Twitter has like a great response. Let me click in. And I like, couldn't find the original source of like what the fuck this started from or was except for one like serious tweet that had like a lot of engagement on it. That was just like, if Karen isn't a slur, like, please explain your thoughts. And everyone was like, delete this. Yeah. So that's, that's where I'm at emotionally. Wow. But what was your pit, Justin? It was very easy to find this pit this week. And I have to give it to Justin Bieber's ugly mansion that quickly became <laughs> a meme. I don't know if you've seen the picture, but if you oh, haven't... Oh, of course. Yeah. <laughs> Basically, to our, our listeners, if you haven't, it really looks like a salad spinner. Like, it's the oh, ugliest house one. ever. Yeah, no, it looks like a salad spinner. Um, some people think it looks like an emergency evacuation copter. Um, that's like, so specific <laughs> I know but it, it started because someone posted this aerial view of Justin Bieber's home and basically was just like I have never seen a house uglier right. and it's just this glass circle that looks like something you would create in The Sims yeah it looks like the Zoe one-on-one like call it fake college to me like that's what oh I my saw God. Her. like no so you actually calling it Zoe one-on-one I love, I love that. Oh, I was like, wait, is that not what the show is called? Is that no, it's Zoe 101, but I love Zoe one-on-one. Wait, wait, that sounds like a Katie Couric sit-down interview. With I know. <laughs> Which Listen, I would watch, honestly. I, I know. I would fucking tune in. If they're going to revive Zoe 101, make it Zoe one-on-one. <laughs> wait, we just launched a television series. I know. Look uh, at us. Our, our million-dollar idea in the era of furloughs. <laughs> Um, okay, so what was your peak this week, Peyton? Okay, so my peak this week, like, wasn't necessarily... I, Justin's already snickering because he's, he's seen this <laughs> downtrodden post of mine. Oh, God. <laughs> it was at 12 a.m. Like, if you haven't heard of Alicia Keys, K-E-Y-E-S, that's my mother, actually. Um, oh, she is, As she likes to call herself, the original Alicia Keys. Shout out to her. She never listens to these, and there's a reason. But... Um, she texted me at midnight and my mom's like super anxious, very neurotic. So in my head, I'm like, great, something bad is about, is happening. Like, there's no reason she would text me Peyton at midnight. That's weird. <laughs> so I'm like, oh my God, fuck. And I'm like, hi, what's up? Like, we're in a pandemic. Anything could happen. And she texts me following up saying, I'm seriously in love with Ed Sheeran. No, really. Like, stock feeling about him. I love, love, in all caps, him. If you ever meet him, will you te- will you please tell him I love him? <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm like, not you blowing up my spot at midnight to tell me you love <laughs> this white man with those tattoos? Oh, uh, God, the worst white man, too. Like, thinking out loud kind of slaps, but other than that, I won't tolerate it. 
it's like, where did, really... where did this come from? Like, where did, how did she draw this conclusion? <laughs> Which was my first question. I was like, what's going on? <laughs> you know, like, I get your home alone and bored, honey. But like, I'd rather you go back to dad than this. Like, that's crazy. She, I guess she was watching some movie that he was in. And then it reminded her of like his Game of Thrones cameo. And then she started watching music videos, she said. And he said that he's a quote, like cool white dude. And I was like, oh my God. literally, he's not. <laughs> he simply is not. Wait, he but I love that you not. both separately have your own unique brand of awful, ugly white man that you love. <laughs> you know what? Fuck you. And yes, it's genetic. Okay? I'm unlearning it. I am in therapy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it was like so really funny. crazy. But I guess like the people that like Ed Sheeran attracts are like moms. Like that makes sense. I guess sense. so. Like moms yeah. and like teens. I don't know. I've always wondered who the Ed Sheeran fan is. And one time I was at like a diner, I think, eating breakfast at a Waffle House. And there had just been an Ed Sheeran concert in Atlanta, I think the night before. And next to me was a table full of like middle-aged women all wearing their matching Ed Sheeran t-shirts from the concert and I was like oh that's the Ed Sheeran fan yeah and that's also like a hate crime (laughs) that's not allowed you're not allowed to collect in groups like that (laughs) no it was I was like do I call 911 like I feel threatened yeah it's really really grim out here I was like these quarantine crushes have gone too far like Alicia you're dead ass a model like you were a model and you're like you know who's hot Ed Sheeran yeah Alicia anyway, you, can do, you can do much better you can do yeah. better yeah uh, so we're staging an intervention next week we will follow up on how that goes <laughs> But what was your peak, Justin? Well, speaking of quarantine crushes, I have a newfound crush for Harry Styles' thighs, which Mm -hmm. emerged this week in a very important paparazzi photo of him leaving, or I guess just like walking on the street and wearing really short shorts. And I didn't realize that he had thick soccer thighs. I love the word... (laughs) Thick in relation to Harry Styles' thighs. That's all I Yeah, and I I saw... Okay, I'm going to be clear that I have tried to do at-home workouts while in quarantine, but let's not jump the gun because I do maybe 10 sit-ups and I'm like, okay, time to open another bottle of wine. (laughs) But um, I've been noticing that my soccer thighs are getting like a little bit more soccer-y and I don't want to say bigger because that is my worst fear, but I found comfort in knowing that Harry Styles has a similar quarantine body as me. Huh. Nice to be seen. <laughs> yeah. I, d- I didn't see that evolution coming in this story, but I do like Sorry. that. <laughs> Sorry. This I'm is where I'm upset. at mentally. I'm literally like clenching my forehead and staring at the wall as I tell the story. You've got to find a window, my love. <laughs> yeah. Rotate 45 degrees. I'm sure there's one here. Yeah. Let me We're look out the window instead of the wall. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh, look at us. Who would have thought? <laughs> well, to get us out of our spiral, we are about to call in New York Nico to talk about times when New York was alive and well and we weren't staring at the walls in isolation. So to give us a little perspective and remind us that New York is still as chaotic and incredible as ever, we have Nicholas Heller, aka New York Nico, calling in today. Hey. Thank you for joining us today, Nico. Where are you calling in from in your apartment? Um, I am in my my house in Bedsty, Brooklyn, from my room, which I've been spending a lot of time these past couple weeks. <laughs> 
Yeah. I guess and how is that? How's that going? It's hard. I mean, I know, it, I know it's hard for everybody. I'm not trying to downplay anybody, you know, anybody else's experience, but you know, I'm literally out every day exploring the city and quote unquote talent scouting and meeting new people. Yeah. So it's really, really fucking hard <laughs> to get used to this. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's tough. You know, it's, it's tough. It's tough for everybody. We all need that human interaction. But if you're familiar with my Instagram account, it's kind of, you know, just meeting new people around the city and, and uh, feeding the streets and can't really do that right now. So I'm trying to find alternative ways to uh, stay sane and creative. Yeah. Wait, so before we get into it, let our listeners who don't know you where they can find you online. Well, I guess most people know me from my Instagram, which is New York Nico, New York N I C O. There, I basically um, I, I call myself the the unofficial talent scout of New York, and I guess what that means is <laughs> I just go around and I meet interesting New Yorkers and um, get video clips of them, and a lot of them are uh, kind of reoccurring characters on my page, and it's just like a an account that is meant to celebrate New York and all its people. Yeah. And I love that. Also, it's New York. Like, you never fall short of interesting, chaotic, funny people to meet. Of course. Of course. And can you break it, down for us really quickly, like, what you're doing now, especially with this challenge? Um, I've done a, a few, uh, projects that, that I'm proud of. One was a, a New York Scott talent show from home. Um, what did I call it? New York's got to New York's got talent from home. And basically what it was, was I had, uh, people submit videos of them doing a, a talent <laughs> and talent is, is very kind of up in the air. I, I can consider pretty much everything a talent, <laughs> but uh, you know, so people, you know, there were jugglers and there were musicians and there were dancers and there were comedians. Um, so we got a lot of good submissions. And then, uh, you know, I narrowed that down to, I think five or six of my favorites and then had uh, my followers vote on, who they wanted to win. And, um, fortunately I have some, some great brands that follow me that, uh, donated gift cards and, and goodies. So some prizes and that was, that's so nice. Yeah. So that was awesome. That was a lot of fun. Um, you know, it was a good way to, cause the other thing is like, what, what am I going to do for content on my page? I don't want to just like, you know, I I don't want to not post anything. Um, totally. this was a good way for me to uh, kind of get kind of the, the same content I would be getting in the street anyway, you know, cause a lot of these, a lot of the people who submitted are actually uh, street performers who I, who I film quite a bit, had a lot of fun with that. People seem to enjoy it. And then the next thing, there was like a week where I was just like at home trying to think of what the next thing, what the next idea was. And then I came up with the idea to do a best New York accent challenge. You know, the New York accent has always been something that I've been so fascinated by. I, I'm born and raised in New York and I don't have an accent. My parents don't really have accents. They're both New Yorkers. <laughs> My grandparents <laughs> had accents. 
it's always something that I've been fascinated by. And um, I love making lists. Um, if you're a regular follower of my page, you'll know that I love making lists. So a few months ago, I made a, a list of top 100 New York accents um, for, for living people. And, uh, you know, I was looking at that list and I was like, you know, what would be cool is if I did a, a contest, you know, where people would submit videos of themselves speaking and kind of talking about why they have the best New York accent. And, you know, as New Yorkers, we all think we're the best. So I felt like it was natural for people to have a competitive spirit. <laughs> yeah. You know, at first it was very slow. I kind of had to like beg friends of mine with thick New York accents to submit videos. Um, but then it just like started catching on like wildfire. And there's just been, it's been like three days and there's been hundreds and hundreds of submissions. And um, I've kind of been going through all of them and posting my favorites to my page. And then I think what we're going to end up doing is I have two guest judges, um, Michael Rappaport and Princess Nokia. Who are yes. Yeah. <laughs> Princess Nokia. Um, both have amazing, amazing New York accents. So I figured that they would be uh, great co-judges. Mm-hmm. So we're going to pick 16 favorites from the people who submitted. And then we're going to do like a March Madness style bracket where we have different rounds, people going up against each other, and my followers will basically vote on who their favorites are. Oh, I love that. Um, Vinny from Jersey Shore also submitted too, yeah, right? Yeah, Vinny, Vinny just told me. <laughs> my man. Yes, he submitted. I saw the challenge through Amelia Ortiz. Yeah. That's like how I first... Oh, hers, love. Hers is so good, Yeah, obviously. I mean, she's, she's got like an incredible New York accent. She was on my original Top 100 list. Actually, I've done oh, two two iterations of the list. One was in 2019 and one was in 2020, and she was on both of them. I actually didn't know who she was the first time around, but I first put out. So okay, so I put out I put out a list in 2019, and I got so much hate because people were like, "You didn't do your research." Like, there's so many people that you're missing. So I started getting like really great recommendations of people who I'd never heard of, and Amelia was one of them. And then when I went to her page and just listen to her voice. I was like, holy shit. Like I read, I need to read yeah. this list. She's the one. <laughs> I know she really is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So she's, she's incredible. What are some of the things when you are going to narrow it down and pick the winner? Like what, what are you going to look for? And like, what makes a great New York accent? That's such a good question. I don't even know. Uh, right. Like, is it the storytelling? Cause I felt like when I was watching them, I was like, yeah, this is obviously- it's the accent, but it's also like, what are you saying? Right. <laughs> this is obviously so like arbitrary. Everyone's a winner, as corny as that sounds. There's no such thing as the best New York accent. This is just like our opinions, what we feel. Um, you know, there are some videos where someone doesn't, you know, maybe this person has like a really, really sh- thick, classic New York accent, but the video is just kind of like, eh. So, you know, that might play a factor into... Uh, where they go in this competition. <laughs> so serious. Kind of I love it. How, how we feel. I hope that no one gets too offended or hurt if they don't get selected. <laughs> right. This is, super- do, is there anyone you think? War yeah, no, I mean, New Yorkers are so aggressive. Absolutely. I mean, I'm kind of worried that people are going to, I don't want to like offend anybody. I don't want anyone to think that, you know, I don't like their voice. If, you know, if right. I posted them and I reposted pretty much everybody. 
whether it be on my story or on my page. And I did it because I, I think that they have great voices, but I can only pick so many. Um, Do you have like a favorite New York accent, like from uh, a character, from a person? Yeah. I mean, honestly, a lot of my characters have some of the best New York accents, like Charlie the Wolf, who just submitted a video today. He's just got this classic Brooklyn, I don't give a fuck accent. Um, <laughs> my favorite. He's, so he's great. Uh, there's Vinny Peanuts. He sells peanuts in, in Little Italy. Uh, I think he, he has one of the best accents in New York City. It's just like, it's just such a charming, fun voice. Like every time he speaks, I smile. You know, so the, so those are some of the quote unquote real people that I think have great accents. But then, you know, there's celebrities like Rosie Perez obviously has has a great accent. Here, I'm going to pull up my list because I don't want to leave anybody out. I'm not going to go through all 100 accents but obviously you got Woody Allen I'm I'm <laughs> unfortunately we have to start with him controversy aside he does have a undeniably amazing New York accent Cardi B obviously Big Body Bess Tony Bennett Lorraine Bracco Action Bronson Marianne from Brooklyn who actually submitted to the competition which I'm stoked on she's if you don't know she, oh, amazing. she's a she's a regular from the Howard Stern show really raspy Brooklyn voice, uh, Mel Brooks, 50 Cent, all of the Wu-Tang Clan, Andrew Dice Clay, Billy Crystal, Andrew Cuomo, of course, uh, Tony Danza, who I want to remove from the list because I um, asked for a sell. I saw him on the street and asked for a selfie and he was an asshole to me. So I'm going to remove him next. No, oh, no. Oh, my God. Uh, Larry David, Wayne Diamond, who's he, he was actually the first person who submitted to the competition. He's got such a great voice. Brand Drescher, Susie Essman, Edie Falco, Funkmaster Flex, of course, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Edie, oh my God. I forgot about that Louis, legend. Louis Guzman. Oh man, I wish someone could get him to submit. He's great. Michael Imperioli, Jay-Z, uh, Fat Joe, All the Impractical Jokers, Harvey Keitel, Larry King. Sorry, I'm just going through the list right now. So, <laughs> I love we should be like everyone listening, like at these people, get them to submit. <laughs> well, that, I mean, I really wish everyone would. That would be incredible. That that was my, my dream with this was like, you know, it would get so big that like, you know, Cardi B would be like, oh, what's this? I want to do this. Um, right. Rosanna Scotto, Martin Scorsese. I'm not going to go through re- through the rest of this, but you, you get. The- <laughs> oh my you, god! You get the list. The list. Yeah, you wow. got a list. Yeah, you have a um, list. But yeah, <laughs> a list. Makes, makes a great New York accent. To answer your question, there there's no there's no <laughs> answer. There's no answer. Yeah, um, there is no answer. It's, it's not just the accent; it's the attitude. Um, it helps that we're seeing people's faces through video because facial expressions. You can you can. This has been so interesting. I can watch a video with the sound off and I can hear their accent just because of their facial expressions and their hand gestures. I think also just like, yeah, the gestures, even the jewelry, like it's it's such a New York thing to see like everyone's gold and where it is. But I also wanted to ask you about like, you know, you've been posting like a lot of great like New York memorabilia in a way. I mean, I'm saying that like it's been like years of us being inside, but it's just nice to see like a reminder of like how great New York is and like what we're like when we come together and what made you start doing that? Yeah. I mean, it's kind of the the whole point of my Instagram pre COVID-19 was just to bring New York together. And now I feel like it's, it's more important than ever to have this sense of community and New York pride. You know, I feel like you walk outside, like I just went to the, the pharmacy today because I had to pick some stuff up. 
and everyone's just like in masks, staying away from each other, not being friendly. Obviously, I mean, I'm not, but it's just like, I feel like we're losing our New York spirit, our New York pride. And uh, I feel like this is just like a small way to kind of like remind people that we're still out here. We're still New Yorkers. We're still totally amazing. <laughs> um, yeah, so okay. we're still amazing. I'm obsessed with the video of of the old man with like the rainbow. I think it's like a towel or something around his neck, looking so joyful in the ocean. Which one was? Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. So that was such an incredible moment. <laughs> that was on January 1st of this year uh, at the Polar Plunge. For those who oh, don't know, wow. the Polar Plunges, every uh, New Year's, uh, like thousands of people run into the freezing cold water um, at Coney Island. And I've been going for like the past five years. Um, and it's just the best way to start the new year. And I filmed this one guy. I never I never even met him. I, I ended up um, getting his name and emailing him, but he never emailed me back. But I just saw this guy and, you know, he, he was in the water and he's just like, so happy like i've never seen such genuine happiness in my life yeah and like he, like, i was like i need that <laughs> the sky and like i'm not religious at all but i was just like so moved by this like he he looks up the, at the sky and i think he mouths like thank you god or something um oh. and it's just like this dude was just so happy to be alive and i was just so happy happy to capture that moment so yeah yeah, I felt like this was a good time to, to repost that. Yeah. And to wrap us up really quickly, we just have like three rapid fire questions to ask you just about New York in general. But Justin, you want to kick us off? Yeah. So when the city opens back up, where are the first three places that you're going to go in New York? Okay. So are we talking opens up like everything's back to normal? Yeah. When the non-essential businesses are all functioning again, whenever that will be. Okay. So... The first thing I'm going to do is go to Washington Square Park because Washington Square Park is my my happy place. It's, <laughs> I'm, I'm there pretty much every day. It's where all my friends hang out. And I'm just going to do do my, my walk. I have kind of like a, a route um, whenever I'm not doing anything and, and I just want to like walk around the city. I have my route. Generally, it actually starts in, in Chinatown, and then I make my way towards Washington Square Park. Yeah, do that. Make all the stops. Stop by my small businesses. Make sure that they're doing all right. Um, you know, that's one thing that, that concerns me. You know, there's there's so much that concerns me about what's what's happening right now. And, and you know, obviously, there's, there's a lot that's going to come from the aftermath of COVID-19. And one thing that I'm particularly concerned about are the small businesses. I've been an advocate for small businesses for years. Um, I, th- I feel like that's what makes New York, New York. You know, a lot a lot of my favorite small bus- businesses are st- suffering right now. Um, you know, they, they literally can't do business. They're not making any money. Um, they got to pay rent. So, you know, the first thing that I want to do when this is all over is, is make sure that they're okay, make sure that they can stay open. I'm talking to some people right now about, you know, what, what we can do to help them, uh, in the aftermath. So I guess that's to answer your question. That's the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to make sure that the small businesses are chilling. (laughs) And what is the strangest interaction you've ever had in New York? The straight, Oh my God, I can't answer that question. 
(laughs) (laughs) Like every day, something new. Yeah. Honestly, I'm so desensitized at this point. I've seen like no, no shade to the Midwest, but like someone from the middle of nowhere, they would probably think that like my least crazy story is the most insane shit ever. But when, when you live in New York and you walk around as much as I do, you see literally everything. You see um, so much. And yeah. so much to the point that I've literally forgotten. I have my my go-to like crazy New York stories, but and I'm also trying to keep it relatively uh, PG-13 um, for this podcast. And I don't want to <laughs> tell you any of my uh, insane um, stories that involve x-rated material different content yeah. we'll sidebar after this so, yeah, once we're done recording. <laughs> so who are some of your favorite new yorkers you've featured i'm a particular fan of the green lady i don't know what her name is but the one who dresses in all green i met her once on the street in curl gardens and she's mm-hmm. the sweetest person ever yeah that's uh well that you can call her green lady she goes by green lady um <laughs> oh good is her real name but um, she's just the, the sweetest. I it could have easily been a really creepy uh, story because I kind of I kind of stalked. I didn't stalk her. I I virtually uh, tried to hang out with her because um, <laughs> I I had met her like five years ago and took a photo and I'd been like trying to not trying but I I was hoping to run into her again but I didn't and then one day. I reposted that photo that I had taken of her years ago and was like, if anyone uh, can put me in touch with green lady, I'd be forever grateful because I love her and I want to, you know, talk to her. Um, And she, she wouldn't respond to my DMS because she's not very tech savvy. So like people are trying to help, you know, get me in touch with her, but it wasn't working out. And then a week later, a week after I posted that photo, I just randomly saw her on the street and I got the whole interaction on video. It was like right before Christmas. So it was like the best Christmas gift I could have ever asked for. Long story short, we started hanging out. We're really good friends now. I go to her house. Oh my God. You know, pre, Pre-COVID, obviously, I would go to her house and, you know, we'd eat lunch. And she's just, she's awesome. She's the sweetest, most, one of the most genuine people I know. I'm so jealous you get to hang out with her. I would love to do like a Zoom cocktail hour with the green lady. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Okay, Nico. Well, thank you so much for being on this week's episode. Thank you, guys. It was fun. And can you remind us again where we can find you and follow you? Yeah, you can check me out at New York Nico on Instagram. And you can watch some of my documentaries at hellerfilms.com. Word. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. Thanks so much. Thank you, guys. Well, thank you to Nico for being on our show. And thank you, of course, to the girls and the gays in quarantine for listening. We will be back with a new episode next week. So keep listening for us every Thursday. And if you love Internet-y or even slightly enjoy it, or even if you fucking hate it, be sure to like, subscribe, and share it with your friends. See you next week. And make sure you're still brushing your teeth twice a day. Not once, not zero times, that's twice. <laughs>